Welcome back to the Be Free program, where you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm your I'm your host, Loretta Roshke, and I am uh, speaking with and uh, a friend of mine, an amazing, powerful man, very anointed, very gifted, Mr. Max Griner Jr. And we've been talking about Easter Resurrection. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, I feel like I need a resurrection every day. This morning being one of those mornings. <laughs> yeah, well, um, you're, you're walk around pretty well on fire all the time. You're kind of a hair on fire lady, you know, all the time. Hair on fire. Hair, hair on, on fire because there's so much uh, joy flows through you. It's just so good to be with you again. It is so good to have you here. Um, and I, I, don't, I, I don't say this lightly. You are... I've never met anybody like you, Max. You are a born evangelist. I mean, he shares the gospel with anybody that'll stand long, stand still long enough. And if he has to, right. he will chase you down and 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 walk with you. Amen. <laughs> and, Try to do uh, it under the unction of the Holy right, Spirit. Right. So I'm not just chasing you, <laughs> right? But I do pray the prayer every morning. God, let me meet who you want me to meet. Right. And, and run everybody else off. <laughs> right. And so when suddenly somebody's in front of me in my life, I immediately start asking God. Yeah. What do you have something for this person that you want me to help them with or pray for? And and over and over, I have hundreds of divine appointments, and you can do the same thing. Right. You know, you just ask the Lord because what will happen is the enemy, the devil, who's real, he'll try to keep you from doing what God calls you to mm-hmm. do every day. Mm-hmm. And so you'll spend a lot of time at the wrong place doing the wrong thing when God really wanted you over here. But if you'll pray a prayer similar to that, God, put me where you want me to be today. Let me see who you want me mm-hmm. to be. Let me serve who you want me to serve. And and he doesn't. And I mean, it's just incredible. As I travel with this big sculpture on the trailer and across the country, and I just got back from Nashville, Tennessee, in the National Religious Broadcasters Convention, at every stop, at every gas station, at every hamburger place where I stopped, multiple divine appointments and prayed for all kinds of things with people. And I'm just astounded if we're willing to be used by the yeah. Lord. He'll actually use any of us, and we don't have to have these great qualifications. We just have to be alive, right. you know, and willing, and have that relationship with Him. And then He gives us the words, and then we pray, and then these miracles happen. So it's a lot right. of fun. It's that childlike faith. Yep, and willingness. And willingness, exactly. Which you got to do as an adult. You got to right. decide: Am I really willing to interrupt what I was planning mm-hmm. and let the Holy Spirit, you know, do something in my life, or am I too busy? Mm-hmm. And, and you have to kind of decide that up front. Right. And because there's a whole lot of religious people doing a lot of stuff and they got their deal, but they don't give the Holy Spirit any opportunity to interrupt what they're doing to do something he wants to do. So that's the key is don't miss what God would like to do through you. That's good. You know, because God uses us to help connect people to him, you know, to, to get in that relationship, not that religion experience, but that relational experience and he uses us that will just say here i am god use me i'm yours right and if he says go here go there say this do this uh turn around go a different direction that we respond to that and it's all about people yep all about people that's right that's god's heart that's the reason the father sent the son and that's the reason the son was willing to come and that's the reason he was willing to be beaten and bruised, rejected, spit upon, uh, his beard pulled out, a crown of thorns on his head. Uh, that's the reason he was willing to be put on that cross and stripped. He did it for you and I because of relationship. He did it because he wants your life change. And he wants to have uh, 
intimate communication with you, an intimate fellowship and right. communion and, with you, and to be with you forever. Yeah, and live his life through you. I mean, suddenly it's a partnership. I mean, yeah. when I was driving back from a, uh, or headed to the National Witness Broadcasters Convention out of um, uh, when I was in Arkansas, um, leaving um, Little Rock. I had to get gas from my car, my truck, and I was pulling the bronze, and there was a gas station in front of me, and that still small voice said, no, go to the one over to the left. And it didn't look logical because there was a gas station just right across the road from me, but I went to the left one about a mile down, and I pull in there, and and I start to put in my my gas card, my credit card, and for the first time in my life, I missed my own zip code. And the machine said, you can't pump gas now you got to go inside and i wasn't going to go inside i was traveling i go inside and the lady get the counter said are you a christian and make a long story short she had all kind of stuff going on in life she said would you please pray for me and i said well sure and 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 i forgot if she had something like a a, oh a husband or a son that just went to prison problems in her marriage she comes around the counter not she gets seen where you're supposed to be behind the counter for safety she comes around the front where i am and all these people are waiting in line to get out and she wants me to pray right that minute so i pray for her and, and and the things going on in her family and the lady behind her said would you pray for me too i'm suicidal my daughter was killed and i'm 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 suicidal would you please pray for me and i said sure and i prayed for her and had her forgive and took her through forgiveness and and so the enemy get away with her and then after i finished praying with her the third guy in line (laughs) said i've been writing christian poems would you please read some of my christian poems and pray for me and so uh, i prayed for this this young man and I finally, you know, I spent 30, 45 minutes at the gas station that I wouldn't have been at if I'd have just gone straight across the street. And instead, the Holy Spirit had these people. And so I left that gas station 45 minutes later. And I remember saying, God, how do you do that? How do you do that? And as I looked, when I said those words, I looked to my right, and there was a big hawk sitting on the fence post on the side of the highway, leaving, uh, you know, the city. And, uh, and in the next five minutes, I saw seven hawks sitting on post as I drove off. And that's kind of a personal sign to the grinders of God's intervention. But I mean, he's so amazing. And if we'll just let him use us every day, he would love to. And so as that's why we're, we're doing this garden so people can have encounters with God. That's why we're doing Easter because we want everybody to know him personally, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so, um, we just invite everybody to come because he's uh, he's up there and he's not the uh, he's you know the, he's the Baptist uh, Jesus up there, but he's also the Catholic Jesus, and he's the Pentecostal Jesus, and he's the Lutheran Jesus, and the Presbyterian Jesus. It's Methodist. about Jesus, a Methodist. <laughs> I mean, it's it's Baptist all. Yeah, yeah, and he's we all come from different places, and sometimes we don't have any prior relationship. But we just welcome you to come because his presence is there, and he wants to bless you and touch you and uh, intervene in your life just like he did with those people I just mentioned. Max, I love that about you, that you just go for it wherever God opens the door, and you're so willing. You and Sherry both. I just love that. Well, it's you, so Lena. precious. Uh, I mean, you just made me cry and, um, because people are hungry. Right. People are broken. People don't know where to go. And this, you know, with all the upheaval and things that are happening in this world, in this nation and in their own family, it's, it's so, you know, people are desperate enough. They'll stop and let you pray for them in a convenience store. Yeah, total stranger. Yeah. Yeah, But but, but they perceive God on me. Yeah, right. The presence of God. Yeah. 
and suddenly they open yeah. up their whole lives now, and the most intimate things. You now, know? Max, it didn't hurt having that big, huge lion. You know, that's, that's that true, because so they were all staring. That was a tip-off. Uh, okay, so I'm, I'll have him talk about this minute, but I have to tell you, Max was given a vision. God showed him to make this 105% life-size, massive, gorgeous, majestic, powerful lion and jesus is called the lion of judah there was a tribe of judah but he is the lion of judah and i mean you you just can't help but stare at it it's like aslan on um what oh, c.s lewis yes yeah, c.s no, lewis no, books yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. movies you just said i mean the first time i saw it i just stood there and just stared at it the i mean i was just like mesmerized looking right. at that and i was thinking he's on the inside of me He's Amen. on the inside of me. No matter what I'm facing, I'm, facing, I'm going to let the lion roar. I'm going to let the Amen. lion roar. Amen. And Judah means praise. And, you know, I'm a praiser. I'm a worshiper Amen. since I was a little bitty girl. And I love to lead worship. And, and I just looked at it. I thought, let the lion roar. And I'm, worship, I worship, I'm not worshiping the sculpture. We don't worship sculptures right. or statues. It, but it, it is a visual a, picture. And it's of, anointed. I mean, it's anointed. Know, Paul, I mean, the Bible says Paul's handkerchief. Handkerchiefs, that's right. Was anointed uh-huh. with the spirit. Spirit of God, and and that's what God will do. He'll anoint whatever we give to Him, yeah. and it'll be like with you, with your worship and your yeah. words. He anoints that, but He'll also anoint things like handkerchiefs and sculptures that point to. And there's Jesus anointing Christ. oil, and yes, yeah. But you pray for people, exactly. Put it on, and I mean that may be kind of scary for some people. That's you know in certain denominations, but it's okay. It's in the it's in the Word. It's in the Bible. And if it's that's in right. the Word, it's, it's okay. okay. <laughs> and uh, but it's very powerful. I mean. Uh, a lot of times when I pray for people, I anoint them with oil. It's a symbolic of the Holy Spirit. Right. And the, the handkerchiefs, there was no power in the handkerchiefs. Yeah, it magic. was a symbolic nope. of the anointing and of the power of God. And that they're and right. people they, throughout history, throughout creation, the, the eye visually, we, we connect things. Symbols are important to God. You can read through the Bible and the tabernacle and the, mm-hmm. and the Ark of the Covenant. It's and, Yeah, and even the Specific. symbol of the cross. See, if, I mean, that symbol of the cross has gone through these centuries, and it breaks people. I mean, he is the rock that Christians build on and stand on, but he is the rock that others stumble over. And that symbol of that cross, even to non-believers, they'll sense. I've had atheists and witches tell me that they sense the power in the cross, and they don't even know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But they sense it's that the, symbol of a true it's thing. It's a symbol, and the anointing is mm-hmm. what they're sensing. Right. But God uses the eye. Yeah, the eye gate. Mm-hmm. The eye gate mm-hmm. to uh, to bring them to that place. Well, you know, sometimes we get in our head that you you only meet God at church, and some people think that that it's you know they're going to go to church and that's how they're going to have time with God when He wants that intimate all day, every day, just communing with you and uh, being able to you know we can come boldly to the throne room of grace to find help in the time of trouble is what the word says. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Fear not, for I'm with you. Uh, and but this sculpture garden is uniquely. It has a very unique. Um, anointing and and power that is available that that god just does things that are so unusual and all the sculptures they all have a meaning they're all powerful and uh, of course the empty cross like we talked about in the beginning but this lion of judah your latest one that you god told you to put it on a trailer right right and then you've Pull got it scriptures around. okay tell us about it. so there's scriptures around it yes yeah i'm pulling it First of all, I started it 10 years ago, and then stuff happened. I wasn't able to finish it. 
but I did finally get it finished, and now we will put it on a trailer, and it's a mobile evangelistic um, display. And I pull around, and I have scriptures from the Old and New Testament on this trailer. And as I travel down the road, you read the gospel, because the lion image, and a big giant lion that's 11 yeah, foot huge. long, makes everybody look. And uh, and then when they look, they read those scriptures, and uh, and God touches them right there. Wasn't it after, so if I remember reading right, that it's... It, it is the size plus 5% of the biggest lion in Africa ever known that mm-hmm. they, that's ever been. Yeah, the world record lion. This, I use the dimensions of the world record lion, then I added 5% wow. for God. That was some lion, I'm telling you. I would yeah. hate to have yeah, met that in, in the bush. Um, but so now, you, you know, we're, we're talking about the lion of Judah and the tribe of Judah. The tribe of Judah in the Old Testament is the actual tribe uh, of, of Israel. And so it's very special to the uh, Israeli people, to the Jewish people. It's symbolic. And what are you trying to do with this line besides having one up at the cross where everybody can see and and bless them and minister to them? But and with all your other sculptures, um, because we don't we we wouldn't we would have to do like five or six shows just to talk about every single thing that's up there sure, what's happening. Sure. But your God has put something special on your heart and tell us about that. Right. Well, you know, when God said to do the line of Judah, I was walking out the garden. I came up on a knoll and felt like the Holy Spirit said He wanted a Ten Commandments monument with a line on top. And so that's what I started to do. But then the Holy Spirit said, I "Want the number one to go to Israel." And my wife um, witnessed that and identified Then we shared it with other Christians. And they said, yes, the number one needs to go to Israel. So right now we are praying that God will allow us to give the number one line of Judah bronze to the nation of Israel, to the people of Israel. And uh, and we are asking any of those that might want to help us in that effort. We've got a 501c3 that we're using, the Leadership Inc., that's facilitating this. Mm-hmm. And uh, But there's going to be the number one line that's going to go to Israel, hopefully, um, uh, right after Easter, uh-huh. and uh, it's their 70th anniversary as a modern nation, and uh, we've already met with the top tourism people in Israel. We've already had people contacting the prime minister and the president of Israel for us, mm-hmm. and even the leadership in the um, Trump administration, but we want this to be a gift of love from American Christians to the people of Israel, and uh, and so that's what we're praying, that it would be in a public place where they could be blessed and most people blessed, but um, to, to the Jews... Um, you know the the uh, the lion does represent the Jewish nation. It represents um, Judah, uh, the tribe of Judah. It represents uh, Jerusalem, mm-hmm. uh, the city of David, and uh, and so the, their symbolism from the Old Testament is all wrapped up in that. But it also represents the Messiah, and that we believe the Jewish prophets, and uh, and that Jesus Christ is Yeshua, the Lion of Judah, and mm-hmm. He's coming back not as a lamb. He came first time as a little baby at Christmas. We celebrate as a lamb, but he's now the lion, yeah. and we need a lion yes, because, we do. because of the way the world is and what evil has taken over. And so, if anybody would like to help us with that, just uh, you know, contact us. and And uh, Leadership Inc. is the facilitating organization. Okay, and also they can go to your website at thecomingkingfoundation.org and get 
you know, right. more details or how to, how to, how to contact you. Right. Or and, the Griner website, just yeah. to maxgrinerart.com. Mm-hmm. And we've got a link on there to the line of Judah and there'll be any gifts will be your tax deductible. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, but, but we're hoping this is going to happen really fast. Yeah. And, and because so, you want to, that would be awesome for the 70th anniversary amen. of Israel. Uh, that would be so powerful, so significant and so symbolic. Right. I think, it, I think that would be a, a God thing. So, uh, you know, guys, you need to help them, uh, give to this to to get that over there i think it because when we bless israel we're blessed he who blesses israel is blessed he who curses israel is cursed and thank god the united states of america is a friend to israel and will remain a friend to israel and we the body of christ want to bless israel uh with that sculpture and uh it is powerful right and sherry and i are are some of the donors uh, Mm -hmm. of this Uh, we'll be donating twelve thousand dollars a half and others are coming in to help us do this. We're going to fly the big line over uh, air, air, air freight, so that it'll wow. be there on time. And uh, so um, that's yeah. that's what the plan is, and yeah. we hope it has really a, a historic and and spiritual significance. We think it does. I mean, mm-hmm. we're in this stuff all the time, so we really think this, this is going to be something where the Americans, Christians, give this gift of love mm-hmm. to the Jewish nation, letting them know that we stand with them, we believe in them, we believe their prophets, and yeah. we even believe in their Messiah. Yeah, right. And what a way mm-hmm. to do that is by presenting this massive, I mean, it's majestic, it's powerful. Well, you, it is, I mean, you just stand there and stare at it. And I've seen uh, people do it when the when it's been up there at the cross. Sure, well, let me tell you what just happened that the National Religious Broadcasters, I was in Nashville, Tennessee, and they allowed me to put it at the front entrance, and they endorsed it, and the president, Jerry Johnson, Dr. Johnson, announced it and everything but as it sat there for those four or five days of the convention the top of the trailer was covered in the shekinah glory gold dust and i got pictures of it where literally just the presence of god was so strong that the top of the trailer was looked like somebody taking a glitter bottle and sprinkled the top of the trailer and then people (laughs) standing around uh-huh. Some of them got the the experience of the Shekinah uh-huh. glory, which looks like glitter, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's it's, like it's his deal. Yeah, that came like down Moses. from the t- uh, from the yeah. mountain, and his face shone. Right. And they and, had to put a veil over his face. Right. And this stuff's yeah. not my fault. I don't do this. Yeah. It's just the presence of God. <laughs> but but I mean, he, literally, people would look into the face of that big line, and <laughs> and they would have an emotional moment with the Holy Spirit, and not even understand it. And then, you know, they would see the glory forming on them. They'd look on the trailer. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's why we believe God is going to do this, that that line will be coming in. And if it does come in like we believe, it'll make all the news yeah. all over yeah. the world. And and uh, speaking of news, Mike Huckabee on his show, tell us about right. that. What just happened? Right, right. Well, Mike Huckabee did a feature on the Sculpture Prayer Garden. And uh, and that came out on the Mike Huckabee show. And that's been about a couple of weeks ago. And that's on our website if you want to see it. Uh, but we also have another 30-minute show that's coming up, and it's going to be um, on Christian Television Network, and it'll be in another week or so. And then the Charisma Magazine is doing a feature that'll go all over the world, and it's going to be in, in a couple of months from now. So be watching for that. But God's, you know, he's, he's, his promotion. It's his deal. It's his yeah. deal. He's promoting it. Yeah. And, God opens doors that no man can shut. Right, <laughs> And right. no man can open. <laughs> he does that. And he, he does that whenever we are sold out the whole route, and you want to give him glory and use your gifts for him. You know, the, the, the real definition of success is not all the money, which God's not against money. Uh, it's not against fame. Uh, and all of that, 
it's it's that doesn't mean success. Success is taking the gifts and the abilities and the talents God has given you and using them to complete your purpose on this earth. Every day. Every day. Every day. Yeah. And uh, in the Message Bible, John seventeen four says, um, I glorified you on earth by completing down to the last detail what you've assigned me to do. And that's my heart's cry, that I glorify him on earth by completing down to the last de- detail details what you've assigned me to do and max you are a very good example of that you're you're a good one for me to follow on that well well, thank you Uh, should i share a little bit about um, how people can find the garden i would i want you to absolutely okay Um, it's just on interstate 10 Mm -hmm. northwest of san antonio about 60 miles and uh, the big cross you can see it from the interstate and uh, we're at 520 benson and uh, it's all free. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can come anytime. We're open 365 days a year. Uh, Holy Spirit's there every day. And uh, But if you want to make the Easter thing, then uh, do come and come early. And you might uh, bring a jacket and rain gear. We never know what the weather's going to be. Mm-hmm. You can pray, for if you would, for good weather and everything. But we... Rain or shine, we're doing it. And uh, and and previous years, we've had a, salvations. Mm-hmm. We've had baptisms, both water and in the spirit, where the gifts have been released. The Shekinah glory has been formed on the crowds. They've People have photographed angels around the big cross and stuff. And we've had a number of healings, including mm-hmm. one lady with a blindness situation. And then we've had um, last year, I think that was last year, and then we've had um, a paralyzed shoulder um, mm-hmm. got healed. And so there's just all kind of stuff that God does, and so we just invite everybody to come, all free. And and you can go to the Coming King website, and we have a list of motels and stuff that give a friend of the cross discount just at www.thecomingkingfoundation.org, thecomingkingfoundation.org. And last year I was so blessed to get to share my testimony and, uh, you know, how God healed me from sexual abuse and those type of things. And uh, we had several people. You know, we had everybody close their eyes when I was finished and raise their hands if they needed healing from that and deliverance. And, and God just really ministered That's them. That's about so, 20 people, wasn't yeah, it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So God, you know what I mean? He cares about the inside and the outside. He cares about what you're going through. He cares about you. He cares about you. And he is offering resurrection life to you today. So I just pray for you right now. In the name of Jesus, I pray for a resurrection, a turnaround, a a coming up, uh, a new life, a new beginning for you in every area that you need it. And we pray uh, uh, healing, provision, peace, uh, deliverance. I just pray this in the name of Jesus and that you would just uh, experience him in a way that you never have before, that the Holy Spirit would just saturate the place where you are right now and that you would uh, be turned around in a new place and that you would also begin to walk in those divine opportunities like we've been talking about. So you'd walk in those in Jesus name, that God would open the doors and you just walk through them and be bold and, and uh, in Jesus name, signs and wonders following you in the name that is above of every name, the name of Jesus. And uh, so Saturday, the 31st of March at 11 o'clock till four, at least four, we may go Mm -hmm. on after that. Every hour, there'll be a different music group, a Christian music group and a different speaker. And, uh, and then I'm telling you, it's all going to be great. But I, when, every time I talk about those kids, I feel, uh, I feel the anointing. Every time I talk about those kiddos, uh, laying their hands on worshiping God, and I mean, seriously, serious worship mm-hmm. and going out and laying hands. So if you're up there, if you need to be healed, uh, if you're maybe you're having marriage problems, or all that, just say, hey, lay, you know, have one of those kids lay hands on you. It doesn't matter what it is. And because they have great 
great faith. They're not tarnished with unbelief or doubt no, by life and experiences. Up by religion yet, exactly. You know, or circumstances. Or circumstances. That's right. Because that's what can mess up our faith sometimes. We get to look at the circumstances and, and what other people think or say instead of right. what does God say. Yep. So come on out. Uh, they are uh, there at 2. The rest of us are 11 to 4. Maybe go on a little bit later. And uh, those kids are going to lay hands on you. And, and it's amazing. It comes Sunday morning. morning 7.30. Right. And it's going to be uh, kind of semi-traditional in that we'll We'll have worship, praise, music, testimony, mm-hmm. and teaching. And uh, Dr. Stockton Williams, who mm-hmm. is the rector at St. Peter's Episcopal mm-hmm. Church, mm-hmm. will be the main uh, speaker. And he's one of our trustees and mm-hmm. is just a really wonderful man of God. And so uh, come and get blessed. And uh, we promise uh, the Holy Spirit will be there. Yes. And uh, my team and I, Cross Generations Band, get to lead worship. I, Max, one of my favorite things, even though I have to get up extremely earlier to be there in time to get everything, you know, we get all, everything set. In the dark. It's one of my favorite things to do, to get to lead worship with that huge cross behind me and Jesus, the coming king sculpture, Jesus on the white horse with his sword lifted high. I love it. It's coming alive in the sunlight. When that sunlight hits that uh, sword at a certain time, it looks just like it's on fire. Well, I can't believe it's already time to go again. Uh, Max, you've been wonderful. Uh, I love and appreciate you and Sherry and the Coming King Foundation and what you're doing for the kingdom of God. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. Uh, There's nobody like you, I'll promise you. And uh, the more I get to know you, the more I know that you have such a unique yeah, calling. Yeah, Henry Blackaby, when he walked away from me the first time meeting, he told the guy, he passed, he said, God broke the mold after he made Max Griner. <laughs> that is so true. You know, so, so true. Thank, thank you, you for being here. And I want encourage you to go to my website, luada.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org, and uh, we'll catch you again next week. God bless you.